an entire team is made up of a bunch of eyes, individuals who are uniquely created with unique skill sets that fit in the specific roles they're in with skills that they can provide to the rest of the individuals so that the sum is greater than the individual parts. But I think we look over that thinking that, oh, I'm part of this team and I'm afraid to, you know, speak up or to do this because, you know, it's not about me. But you've got a voice, you've got skills. Like it is, it's about what you bring. It's not about you making it about yourself. It's what you bring to the table, what you can use to create impact and affect change where you live and lead. Hey friends, welcome back to the Stay Forth Leadership Podcast and another episode of The Allen Show. That's what we're calling this one today because you want to celebrate. So All right. the floor is this yours. This is my, my chance. We have been cheering hard here in Colorado. The Nuggets. NBA champs. And I know I've waited a little while to gloat, but the reason I've waited is because we're talking about team. Like I've been waiting for this episode. Uh, if you watch any of the NBA finals, I mean, it was just a show of team. I want to break this down. Yes. We had the Joker who's amazing. If you don't watch basketball, you're lost right now. But when you watch the nuggets, you see that is a well-oiled team. That's got good coaching. The team is working together and what a beautiful result. And man, it was fun to be part of that whole process uh, and cheering like crazy for the nuggets. And um, when we think about team, I mean, this, this is really close near and dear to my heart, not just because Jonathan and I are on a team together. I've been part of some special teams over time. I, you know, played sports growing up. I've been on all kinds of organizational teams together that have accomplished some things bigger than ourselves, but because teams change the world. I mean, teams can accomplish something bigger together than they ever could apart. Um, I've actually been this month on the road with five different teams. You know who you are if you're listening, but five different teams in four different States. And there's nothing like getting away from the zoom screen with leaders one-on-one, which I love as a coach. Jonathan, but getting on the ground and looking in the whites of people's eyes, eating meals with teams, teams rumbling a little bit and challenging one another, uh, and also getting together for inspiration and sort of building for the fall. It has been such a joy to be together leaders with some of the teams that you lead. So thanks for inviting me into those spaces. And I've learned a ton, but there's just something electric when we are together with teams. Here's something cool as well. We want to help you equip your team, whether you lead the team or you're on a team, we have a cohort for you. And it's this opportunity to come in and learn together as a team. And Jonathan and I have actually designed, it is called the effective cohort, the effective leaders cohort. If you want to be effective, first of all, go listen to last week. We break down what we mean by that word effective. And we have literally dedicated 10 weeks with a bonus week to that to be able to help teams become more effective together. And there are 10 skills that we actually believe that every single leader has to learn and to learn well, or they're going to have a gap in their leadership. They're not going to be as effective as they possibly can be. Great news for you. You can actually learn these 10 skills. Uh, a great leader is not born. They are made over time. And so that's just a plug for the fall. We're getting excited. But a couple of teams came in together. You guys sharpened each other. And I would guess got two or three times out of it than the ones that came alone. So shameless plug uh, in the show notes below. 
in your email. If you're on our email list, you will hear more about this, the effective cohort, jump into that this fall. But teams, um, I'm fascinated by teams, Jonathan, because we can create exponentially more together than we can apart. But there's some misnomers about teams. You've got a hot take about teams that some people may disagree with. I'd love to hear it. What are some of your thoughts on team? Uh Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, I mean, teams are fascinating and teams are very similar to just community. And if you look at it that way, I mean, we're not created to be alone. Um, we work best when we work with others We work more effectively when we work with other people and we stay in our, when we are all working in our sweet spots. But I think the idea of team and what's been pressed and what's been taught, I was taught and we've all seen the, the motivational poster. There's no I in team, but I mean, I just think that's to an extent it's bullcrap. Oh, there are like the okay. entire, an entire team is made up of a bunch of eyes, individuals who are uniquely created with unique skill sets that fit in the specific roles they're in with skills that they can provide to the rest of the individuals so that the sum is greater than the individual parts. But I think we look over that thinking that, Oh, I'm part of this team and I'm afraid to, you know, speak up or to do this because, you know, it's not about me, but you've got a voice, you've got skills. Like it is, it's about what you bring. It's not about you making it about yourself. It's what you bring to the table, what you can use to create impact and affect change where you live and lead. Yeah. I mean, of course it's ridiculous that if none of us brought our best, best selves to the team, then we have a terrible team. You think about the nuggets analogy, like you have some guys that can shoot the ball. You have some guys that can rebound pass just happens that the Joker can do all of those things. Dude's unbelievable. But what I found amazing about his game is that he can actually pass like magic Johnson. He can shoot threes like a big man. I've never seen before, but every part of his game, Jonathan, that he brings, it's what does the team need in the moment? And even if you're a multifaceted leader, the team needs something different from you this summer than they're going to need this fall. Exactly. When there's a gap on the team, when you have a transition. So uh, we want to call out things that are just not helpful here. And so that phrase, there's no I on team. No, of course, we need to bring our best selves to that. Again, go back to last episode. When you become an effective leader, you raise your game, everybody else's game rises with it. You have influence. And so some of these things, just these worn out phrases in leadership, these adages, they don't serve us very well. And maybe a, a better way to put it would be to say that you don't need to credit when it comes to team, but you need to bring your best self to be able to help contribute to the team because that mission matters. If your mission doesn't matter to you anymore, get off the team, get off that bus and go do something else. Exactly. Like it's not about it. The, the end and the goal or the destination is not about you. It's about moving your team, the organization further along, but it begins with you, the individual bringing your best self and your confidence. And if, like you said, if we don't show up with our best, and doing the best of what we have, then we're going to stagnate. We're going to drift. Then we're going to start to fall off. And a coaching moment this morning, I literally had a coaching session and uh, this guy works for an organization. It's a global organization. They're helping to alleviate poverty. And so that is the mission, right? That's what their team is contributing to the larger team to say, like, that's never going to be done. That is such a massive mission 
to help to eliminate poverty. And so their team is working together on a, their piece of the pie that's adding to others. Well, his specific role, like you're talking about Jonathan, his eye on the team is actually to harmonize that team for the greatest amount of impact that they can have together. And they're going to do that through collaboration. So he comes up with his unique design statement, his role, and that is the root essentially. And then the fruit of that is that the team is producing really well. The lead measure there, he's bringing his best, his whole team rises, they harmonize, the team works well together. And so that's what we care about here, friends, is for you to realize you have a valuable piece, but how do you bring that in the context of a team? So um, as we always do, we've got some reflection questions for you. And we hope that that's actually what's most impactful is not Jonathan and I talking but is you actually listening and is you actually walk and talk and sit and bike and do the dishes and work out is you have a moment here to pause. And, uh, I, I apologize. Sorry, not sorry. Um, we're going to ask you some hard questions. So Jonathan, lead us into the first series of questions here around team. Yeah. Spend some time thinking about this one. Um, be honest with yourself. I want to know how has your understanding of team influenced your life and leadership. Think about that when we jump ahead. so helpful to know let's say you have a negative view of team as some of you listening do you got burned in your last organization um maybe you were sitting the bench as it were and you were underutilized there and you just said i need to leave i need to get out of here i'm bored by this maybe you were held down or kind of silenced in some of your gifts uh, and you don't have a good view of team maybe you have been actually searching for the team that you had two or three jobs or roles or teams ago, because it was so electric. A lot of people are disappointed at the loss of proximity with their teams because they were in person before COVID. And, and then they suddenly have this decentralized team and it's harder actually to get the feel of the team. 
it's so important to realize the context that you're coming from in this word team is actually shaping your current reality. Jonathan, where should we go next on this idea of team? I think it's, there's power in naming things and you, you said it. Um, oftentimes we can feel burned and we're like, man, I'm, I'm not supposed to be a part of that. I'm, I'm better by myself. Um, there's a quote that I love. It's a great leadership quote. You want to go fast, go alone. Want to go far, go together. I'd say we can't let our past experiences, good, better, and different, fully dictate a hard, fast truth of where we can go. Just because you may have served with a great team in the past doesn't mean that you can't let that be the definition of what a great team is in the future. Just because you've been part of a bad team and a you know, toxic culture, whatever that may be, you can't let that be the definition of what you're avoiding in the future by trying to go it alone for the sake of speed right now. And I have a few thoughts, Jonathan, on that based on what I'm hearing. There's some opposition. Some of you are saying, well, you don't, you don't know my role. I don't technically have a team. I'm a solopreneur. I left this organization to, to start this one. Uh, first of all, I've been there and Jonathan was mm -hmm. the first addition to our stay for team Guys, every team is unique. So I'm not assuming you're part of some large corporation or sitting around a team of 12 around a boardroom table. I actually think that's going to be the rarity these days in terms of those listening to our podcast and those that we coach, but you need to build a team around you. If you are solo, you cannot afford to stay solo. And I'm not talking about hiring people on your team. I'm talking about building a team around you. It's what I call a life team. So you need prayer. You need people. My family has been through some hard stuff this summer and I've had people, I've just say, Hey, I'm just calling out for a specific prayer here. Can you support us in this? I sat last night with friends, my wife and I, and we talked till late and we were just cracking up and we're sharing the good and the hard. And those people, that is a community team for us. We have people who are supportive, a discernment team. And while they don't technically sit on a team, you won't see them on our website, they're people I go to for discernment around Stay Forth. See, we have a team of two of us here that put this podcast together, and that's how it can happen to be able to get out to you. So I actually want to challenge your view. Some of you saying, well, I don't have a team. Well, maybe that's true, but you need to develop a team. You don't necessarily need to have descriptions for everybody on your team. You don't have to pay everybody on your team. But friends, this thing called life and leadership is way too important. And family and friendship and community and vocation and calling is way too important for you to do alone. So I want to introduce you to this idea of a life team. Who do you need around you in order to thrive? What are the gaps in your leadership that you're just not going to overcome if you're alone? So I'm going to ask you a really hard question. In which area of life do you need to develop a team around you? In which area of your life do you need to develop a team around you? Take a few minutes to reflect on that.
it's actually makes me think of a uh, team training we had a couple years ago. And um, there were four concepts that were giving uh, called regulars. Uh, two of them were called uh, regular input and then regular group. And so as we just were talking about who's your team, um, think of those two regulars, whether you are on a team right now or you are a solopreneur just in startup or who think of who are the people in your life that can give you regular input in the form of a mentor or coach, um, someone who may be doing something similar, but they're further along that you can sort of come alongside and reach out for, you know, accountability, you know, knowledge, you know, that part of that other guardrail and then regular group, who's the support system, those that you can just, you know, that may not have a full understanding of what you're doing on the professional side, but they can come alongside you and give you support, give you an outlet, a safe place. You know, where are those two regulars? I think it's important to think regular because a team shows up to practice together, right? They sweat, they have regular game film times together. They drop plays together regularly. And that's actually those reps is what keeps us together as a team. And so if you talk to somebody once a year, probably not on your team and that's fine to have friends. That's great to have friends and acquaintances, but what we want to draw you to and call you to here as we close is actually to pull that together around you. I love speaking into other people's lives. I love helping other people to discern. And I see myself as part of a leader's team, even though I may not meet the rest of their team. Many times I don't, but we have a valuable role in other people's lives. Everybody here can pray for other people. Everybody here can encourage other people. Everybody here can speak into other people's lives when asked. And maybe just maybe you are being invited closer to be on somebody's team and be able to help them be a more effective leader. Maybe you look at it and go, I'm lonely and I feel isolated right now as I lead friends. Every team is a strange makeup of strange humans. Jonathan and I don't sit around and meet all week long about these, but we do our work individually and then we come together to collaborate and then we serve a lot of other people in the midst of that. That's us. What about you? What is your team? Friends, you cannot do this alone. Stay forth, my friends. The challenge is not out there somewhere. The challenge is actually within us. In this moment right here, we have a unique opportunity to be able to develop ourselves, be able to pull people around us, and to be able to, as Jonathan said, regularly interact, have conversation, be part of a team that practices together, that watches game film together, that pulls other people in together, that submits to one another when somebody else needs to have the ball, as it were. And friends, we want you to be the most effective team possible. We do want to invite you to sign up with your team, whether it's two people or 12 people for our effective cohort this fall. Friends, this is just an easy win. We understand that one-on-one -on -one coaching can be expensive and time consuming, and you may not have the resources to be able to do that. And that is one reason we built this because these 10 core skills, you cannot afford not to have them. Friends, we will catch you on the next episode. Stay forth leadership podcast. We're loving this summer journey. We hope it's been helpful for you. Don't forget to reflect. Don't forget to get time alone. And also friends, take care of yourselves this summer. We'll catch you on the next episode.